Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Frights of the Roundtable. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and tonight uh, we're back. Uh, I have not done this show in, I think, almost over a year or so, so maybe two. Uh, it's been a while, So, uh, but uh, we have a returning guest tonight who's been on the show, I think, two or three times already. Uh, please welcome Dustin Hubbard. How are you doing, Dustin? Hey, I'm good, Jonathan. How are you tonight? Good. Good, and uh, we have a uh, first-timer here um, uh, calling all the way from the country of Canada. How are you doing, Seb? I'm doing solid, thanks. All right. Do you like do you like Seb or do you like Sebastian? Ah, uh, you know, Sebastian's kind of the professional thing. You know, it's the artsy-sounding name, but Seb Seb's good for just conversation. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I saw that when I when I looked at the poster, I guess, or whatever. It's, it's you know, Sebastian, and I'm like, all right, yeah, that that makes sense as to your yeah. name, because not typical that people call, I guess, uh, Sebastian Seb. Generally. Uh, yeah, I think it's more of a regional thing over here, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah. Now, anyway, let's uh, let's get down to uh, I guess how did you guys like end up uh, working together? Uh, Dustin, do you want to explain that one? Uh, I can, sure. Um, you know, I've known Seb online for a good you know hot minute, and we've talked a lot. I ended up seeing a nice handful of the short films that he had done and thought that they were very entertaining, very interesting and original, and they showed a lot of promise. And he and I just started talking. We started pitching around ideas, and concepts for Like Animator just sort of came up randomly one night, and it was so bizarre and crazy and off the wall that we both thought it seemed crazy enough to work so we said why not so we kind of we talked a bit about you know maybe trying to pitch it around to some different producers that we know see if anyone would maybe bite to actually try and uh step in and uh be involved with us didn't get too much interest which is okay because we had kind of made a private pact to ourselves that if no one bit we'd just say you know we're going to do it ourselves so and that's exactly what we're going to do so uh, I'll be producing. I've been casting, and he wrote a very entertaining script, and he's going to direct. So definitely. Now, uh, the the greatest thing about uh, well, I mean, kind of the most annoying thing really about being a producer, especially one on IMDb or something like that, is you get a lot of uh, emails and and stuff for people for casting. Uh, have you gotten that yet, uh, you guys? Either of you? Uh, we've gotten, you know, it's kind of funny is that, yeah, we've gotten a lot of interest from other genre people 
not the ones that we ever look for for roles, but the complete opposites always come to us. Like, not going to name names, but we have one who's been adamantly trying to get a part in it for a while. <laughs> right. Well, that's yeah. cool. There, there, has and, been, uh, there has been a lot of interest, though, so yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, and then especially people who you don't normally reach out to, that means that every, you know, that they're trying to branch out, I guess, right, and, and do something different. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's always good, um, especially when you find somebody that, you know, doesn't normally fit in the kind of, uh, I guess, the B-horror world that uh, we kind of all live in. No, um, and it's kind of, we kind of want to, you know, it's funny, we were originally going to do it with like a total no-name cast and make it on the cheap, and then <laughs> things got, well, things got a little bit bigger. Yeah, they have, they right. have uh, kind of stepped up a notch, and we have a, a good handful of uh, names and and have some more names, uh, hopefully, in the works, too, for the coming weeks. So hopefully as time passes, the cast is just going to get crazier, so people need to just watch that Facebook page because uh, there's, a, there's a couple more aces in our, our back pocket, I think. They're kind of really wow horror fans, so. Uh, well, now that you mentioned it, uh, plug the uh, the Facebook page. Uh, Facebook.com slash like Hanamare. Nice and okay. easy. It's definitely a word you can never, never mistake. So You go on there and you'll find some awesome concept artwork to give you an idea of what the monster is going to look like. You'll find more plot information and uh, you'll be updated on who keeps entering the cast. This has got to be one of the most craziest you know, ideas that you guys have ever come across. Is this something that um, you guys want to keep doing after this, if this is successful enough? We do have long-term goals, yeah. Okay. We we kind of, I kind of want to, my, my dream is, you see, my thing is that I grew up with, like, Hammer movies and Universal movies and Japanese giant monster movies and they always had like crossover films and like that so what i kind of want to hope to do in the future is to develop kind of a universe of these own little characters of my own these monsters and like animator is kind of the first one to kick it off nice that would that would be cool like have a uh have a movie and have another one that has another animal or another creature then another one and then eventually have them fight each other like versus that's the idea uh, and and you awesome. know I always think in franchises, John. So yeah, uh, yeah. Dustin and I always have that. I think that we we I think we all I guess have that in common that we like we enjoy like franchises and and you know we we all kind of uh, for one thing or another bonded over Full Moon uh, pictures mm-hmm. and they definitely anything they definitely like to uh, you know do kind of spinoffs and or uh, crossovers. As well, yep. every movie's every movie's like a pilot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. And um, now I want to talk to you guys about uh, how like different like the world is today compared to like maybe what it was when you guys were first you know shooting little movies or something you know in your backyard. You know, it's it's so much different now with the age of like technology and or 
you know, video being able to be uploaded and stream, you know, pretty much everywhere. What are you guys' uh, thoughts on that? You know, Either I, 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 I'm pretty, like, you know, I was born right into the digital age, so that was always part of my world, and that was always kind of the idea is that I wouldn't ever go further beyond having some YouTube videos or something. So when I discovered film festivals, I discovered that there was a community of people who make these movies for little money and with, like, consumer-grade equipment. I realized that there is potential to become, for lack of a better term, a real filmmaker in this world. And I think it's great. You know, I think digital filmmaking is one of the greatest things that ever happened. I love the look of film. Everybody does, but it's just unfeasible for people like us to be shooting on 35 millimeter. Right, for sure. What do you think, Dustin? Well, I I mean, I, I grew up during an age of physical media, obviously. I'm a huge physical media nut. I always like to have something physical to sit on a shelf and look at and appreciate. But, uh, I mean, downloading and streaming and stuff, that's just part of today's entertainment world and culture. So, I mean, we just have to try and evolve with the times and really use all of these new platforms to try and get these movies out there. And with the advent of digital and things like that, you know, it's it's easier for everyone to try and be a filmmaker. And one of the greatest things that I enjoy working in film is I love the producing job more than anything. And I love being able to find and collaborate with people that I think have promise and have great visions and try and help them bring it to life because we live in a day and age where you can go out and do that. You don't have to sit around and wait for, you know, a big studio deal or something like that. You can be proactive, go out and do it yourself and make a name for yourself. So that's, that's what I like to do. And I want to help people do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, uh, Sebastian, I want to talk about, um, basically in, uh, when you were writing, like like animator, uh, can you tell us like how long it took and was it like an easy easy go? Well, you know it's funny. There's a story there. Dustin and I had a bet that if I could write the script in five days, he'd get me a free DVD. So I said I'm never one to turn down a bet. So I did it and I <laughs> wrote the script in five days straight. Pretty much just burnt myself right out and. It was actually pretty easy, you know. I've got a pretty clear idea of what I want to write most of the time. It's, uh, I had the major set pieces kind of jotted down in notes, so it was really just a case of assembling it all into script format and then beefing up the dialogue a little bit. And honestly, it was probably the most fun I've ever had writing something. It was a real, you know, cut loose and have fun type experience. Um, did you get that free DVD? I did. I got a lovely triple feature of uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, 4, and 5. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, was that one of the ones you already had, Dustin, or did you actually go and buy something new? Uh, no, I actually I purchased it brand new. So. Um, <laughs> wow. There you go. He, he delivered. He got the script done. You know what? It was It was kind of a crazy, ridiculous deal in retrospect, but you know what? He took the challenge. He really devoted a lot of time and hard work into actually cranking out a script that ended up being really fun. So, I mean, he earned all three of those DVDs, technically. So, and, you know, since then, I mean, it was a five-day writing job, but 
we've since discussed, you know, some plot points and different things, and he's done a couple additional drafts since that. So it's not the same script that we started out with, but it's it's evolved into something even bigger and better. But he cranked that first draft out in five days like a champ, so. Well, yeah, I mean, the rough draft of any uh, script is always going to be the blueprint mm-hmm. of what what will later become and and everything, so... Yeah. Um, but God knows that, I can't that is awesome. that fast, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you should be a uh, a writer for the asylum or something. Uh, you know, I one of my <laughs> dreams is I want to. I I think that the, all three of us can maybe we want to do a full moon movie one day, and that's like the big dream. But personally, I'd love to just write scripts for other people all the time. I'd love to do like a. You know, just to throw some random names out there, I'd love to write a Dakota movie or I'd love to write a Polonia film, you know. I think those would be really fun. Those are my kind of deals, you know, cheap and quick B-movies. That's what I love to do. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, especially in this world today, I mean, it's a, I think it's almost a lot easier to work with people that, you know, have been established if you're able to, to, to get out there and... and deliver something, you know, that they'll be interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The advent of like email and, and everything has gotten a chance for people to actually get out there a lot more, you know, than when, you know, in like the eighties or something, you had to actually get an agent, <laughs> you know, nowadays <laughs> you just got to submit stuff. It seems. Well, yeah. Like Facebook has opened up a lot of doorways. I made, Hey, every business connection I ever had, I made through Facebook messaging and just, you know, you know, gaining the courage to talk to people. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, Dustin, how do you how do you find a lot of these uh, people that you end up uh, working with? They, you know, it's usually just through happenstance. Honestly, they usually end up being people I know or have, you know, had random acquaintances you know, between us and just conversations strike up. We start talking about stuff. You know, you see something promising in someone. I've I've worked with a lot of people in the past that, you know, were promising and really delivered some entertaining stuff. So I've always got an eye out because that's producing is what I love. And I love working with people that actually have visions and want to make something entertaining and fun because at the end of the day, that's all that really matters is making a movie that's entertaining. So I don't care about anything else as far as film is concerned, you know? So I just always have an eye out for people that would be fun to work with and have. What about you? Uh, so like, how do you, you know, like, uh, I know it just depends when you're first people you're working with period, but are, are there other people that you're talking to about working on other projects? Well, you know, I haven't really been collaborating with other people. Dustin's the first person I've flat out collaborated with. I did co-write a script for an unproduced slasher movie with with uh, Toby Johansson, who's doing the monster suit for, like, Animator. And uh, beyond that, I haven't really collaborated with anybody else. I do work on other people's stuff, though. I've worked on a lot of student short films, of course. I work... Uh, I've worked for Gregory Lamberson as the director of Slime City. I was on Johnny Gruesome for him. And, uh, yeah, you know, I I don't mind doing crew work and stuff. It's not my forte, but I just love to help people out in any capacity. Yeah, I I could see you both working for, like, Ron Bonk, you know, and and doing (laughs) stuff for for those guys. 
know, one day maybe let's go. Yeah, if you're listening, you, know, you never know. Hire us. <laughs> like animator um, versus house. <laughs> Uh, I, I do, you know, like, I like to say, I, I'm a huge, you know, if you guys know me, I'm a huge into, like, the B-movie stuff, so, you know, when mm-hmm. I see, like, filmmakers out there going out there and doing it and everything, um, you know, regardless of budget or or even, you know, I mean, there, there's some movies that are, are you know, horrible <laughs> that are in there that a lot of my friends have unfortunately produced, but... Um, <laughs> You know, but they're still fun, you know, in some way or another. It might not be the best acting, but I still always get something enjoyable out of them. Uh, what would you? What would you guys? Yeah, what would you guys say is like your, I guess, guilty pleasure when it comes to uh, a B movie, like a B movie movie that you've seen, or just a specific style of B movie or whatever? What's your guilty pleasure? I'll let Dustin go first because I feel like my answer is going to be really long-winded. <laughs> well, you know, you, pro- you probably kind of have ideas of mine, John. It's like I I grew up uh, watching Full Moon from day one, from the first day that the original Puppet Master hit VHS. So I watched that, and it was like kind of just being transported into whole, a whole other world. So, I mean, that's that's one major thing in film that has always inspired me and I've stuck with them ever since. Uh, it's just there's something magic to it at the risk of sounding uh, cheesy, but uh, it, it inspires me. I watch watch the stuff all the time, and it, you know, it pushes me. So that's that's kind of my go-to thing. I'm a big arcade fan, uh, so <laughs> that's my... Yeah, we, we bonded over that. Right that's... Yeah, um, so... Well... I, I do have to say, I mean, you have a huge full moon collection. Uh, looking at your, mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're telling me to look at like what 800 fo- almost 800 photos, or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, geez, yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot of collectibles. That's not all that I just don't have time enough to take photos of everything. So, <laughs> so that's awesome. And um, uh, all right, I so stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the thing is, I don't really, like, I don't subscribe to the idea of guilty pleasures. I don't think anything that makes you happy you should feel guilty about, but I get what you mean, and I suppose my big thing is I just love creature features. I love little monsters, I love human-sized monsters, I love giant monsters, I love, uh, you know, I grew up on Roger Corman and Godzilla movies and uh, universally the Wolfman, Frankenstein and all that, and I guess that's my forte. I always like movies about creatures fighting each other or fighting people because I always found monsters to be the most easy characters to relate to in any work of fiction. So I suppose that would be my big thing when it comes to enjoying a B-movie. You just have to have a cool monster. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I'm right there with you with Creature Features. As you know, I'm I'm doing Sasquatch vs. Yeti as soon as I can. And uh, and I think we talked about that even uh, online. Um, so it, you know, it, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite things is to see, uh, different monsters that are fighting each other or fighting or, you know, killing people randomly. Even, even to the point of, uh, one of my friends likes to kind of joke on me because I'm friends with the, uh, uh, David Waskovich who did, uh, um, what's that, uh, the, uh, um, the, 
um, the Sasquatch, um, Suburban Sasquatch. Oh, I haven't ever watched that movie. Dustin and I were just talking about that the other night, actually. <laughs> yeah, he does not see that. No. Oh, oh my God! You gotta see that, and you gotta see uh, the mushrooms movie he did, um, like Killer Fun Fungi or something. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, fungicide. <laughs> fungicide. Is I love called. that. I love um, that title. Yeah, it's uh, those movies. Yeah, definitely. I I rented it on uh, Netflix back in the day when they had a you know when I had when I wasn't just streaming it you know I had the actual physical disc and I remember renting that and it was the weirdest uh, weirdest movie I've ever seen but I loved it and then I ended up working with David on a uh, script. me and like three or four other guys uh, writing this script and you know together and I kind of threw in a couple jokes but I don't even think they made the movie and I still got credit that's how independent film works for you you don't even want it and you get it (laughs) that's right that's right Uh, yeah because people because people are like oh well he worked on it let's give him credit and I'm like I I don't I don't remember any of the jokes that I don't think I have any jokes in there anymore. I don't think any of that I wrote is actually in the movie. I tried you know, I watched it and I and I don't remember it, but maybe maybe it is. I don't know. But I got credit for so at least I got something else. And it's not even on IMDB, which makes it more sad that you know, I need I, I need that I want that credit not on there. I want it on IMDB to look like I'm a I've done a lot more work than I have. You know, or something. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, let's get back to, like, Animator. Um, so when are you guys projected to start shooting? We're shooting in the June of this year. Nice. Uh, will this be in Canada or the States? We are shooting it in Florida, in uh, sunny Florida to escape from this horrible tundra that I call home. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, like, is it going to be, like, a long shoot or a pretty short shoot? We're aiming for a six-day shoot. Oh, wow. Six days straight. Quick and cheap. Yeah. Quick and cheap and dirty. That's how we want to do it. Yeah. Keep it on lockdown. <laughs> stay, in the, stay in the mood for it and bang it out. Long days. Those are the, those are the best kinds of shoots to me. <laughs> Get everyone yeah. together. That should be the bunk bunk up for like a week and bang a movie out and it's you know it's it's always you'll never find a, a cooler experience in my opinion because it's like every movie you end up having a little family from right so yeah definitely um but that should have been the tagline uh cheap uh quick and uh dirty well that's what we'll call the <laughs> like behind the feature yeah i was gonna say that <laughs> okay. i can be the name of the making of <laughs> All right, that'll be that'll be the making of a uh, feature uh, title. I, I told Seb, assuming that this shoot goes well, which I know it will, because I have faith in it. Uh, you know that after this, when he he has an idea for something that's you know very top secret that we've discussed possibly doing after this uh, again in the states. But I told him that something that would be cool, I think, too, is this on a future one that we collaborate on for me to actually go up to Canada and make it in his country. So. Nice. Yeah. So. Well, great. Yeah, that's, um, 
That's down the pipeline. That's down the pipeline, all right. Yep. All right. Well, um, <laughs> exactly. And goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. Now, um, you guys have a casting that you guys did recently. Uh, do you want to tell us about that? Uh, that's Dustin's department. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, uh, the New Year's Day announcement? I think it was a New Year's, yeah. I think it was a New Year's announcement. Yeah, we, we brought on, yeah, we brought on Nicola Fiore uh, as one of our uh, three female leads. So that's pretty exciting. I obviously have worked with Nicola a lot and get along with her great, and she's a great talent. So I'm glad she said yes. So it should be fun, and I think Seb will enjoy working with her. So. Yeah, you Did know, I, uh, Nicola was in one of my favorite micro-budget movies, uh, The Bloodbath in the House of Knives by Ted Maring. And so, uh, and I just saw her in Night of Something Strange. So she's a really talented actress, and she's got quite the resume to her name. So I'm excited to work with her, for sure. That's awesome. I, yeah, it'll, uh, it'll be yeah, good to have her on, but, you know, she's one of one of many cool names, so... <laughs> Many, many, many. <laughs> um, are you so? Are you super excited, Seb, to be directing your first feature film? You know, it's terrifying. I never thought in a million years that my first feature film would be shot out of the country. The original <laughs> idea I had for a feature has since evolved into a non-narrative art house short that I'll be shooting probably in August in a day or two, and. Uh, that was originally going to be a 90-page script, and it ended up developing into this weird little non-linear art project. So it's kind of cool to go from doing something like that to doing just this raw, splattery beat movie. And I, that's what I always wanted to do, so I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm nervous, but yeah. it's a good nervousness. It wouldn't be anything if I wasn't a little bit afraid. And moments like that, right. the producer comes in, because so. <laughs> it'll all be fine. So. Yeah. Well, um, we're almost out of time. We got about like four, four minutes or so. Uh, so I wanted to wrap things up with um, uh, Dustin. What have you? What else have you been up to? Uh just you know, been writing a lot. I've I'm working on a script right now that's kind of under wraps. But I mean, I just announced my my feature that I'm hoping to possibly direct in the summer as well, I Love You Less, which is an internet-based slasher movie, and I've been uh, working a lot with Jake Zelch in Missouri on his Mia Moss trilogy, The Haunting of Mia Moss and Possession of Mia Moss, and the uh, untitled third one uh, that has Nicola and Brent Stevens and Aline Udi and there's tons of tons of very cool uh, and I've been working a lot with Jack Saint and we're trying to get his uh film Calorophobia off the ground and I helped him produce a found footage anthology film called Paranoia Taste which should be out on DVD soon as well so and he's also helping uh executive produce like animator so wow so hey he's definitely busy and not just Doing one project at a time, you're definitely trying to. I'm a to maniac. I like to stay super busy. 
<laughs> well, that's that's a good thing too. And uh I know we've talked like as we talked before about full moon, the fact that they used to do like, you know, ten films a freaking year or more, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that is, you know, an amazing thing that kind of what you're kind of doing right now is you're kind of producing those that many mm-hmm. Trying to. So, um, <laughs> well, uh, it, it just told me we have 90 seconds left of the show. I, I don't barely hear that on the other one, but I, I hear that here on this uh, show. Um, is there, uh, Seb, is there anything that you're working on, too, other than this, or are you just uh, doing this? This month I'm shooting a uh, quick little short film that I've been working on for a few months called Ghoulish. It's a cannibal film. That's really the only other thing I have going on. Coming. Cool. Uh, that's that. awesome. Um, well, uh, thank you guys so much for coming on today, and uh, I'm glad that uh, you were able to call in, Seb. So we were having some technical issues before about it, so yeah. good no to, uh, to have you. Um, and thank you guys all for listening tonight. Uh, be sure to catch uh, more episodes. I think there's going to be another one on the in two weeks from today. So I'm, I think I'm going to try to do this every two weeks. Not sure. So uh, maybe we'll have you guys back uh, after like Animator is uh, done and everything. You guys can talk about it some more. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys all. Thank and uh, everybody have a great night. Yep. Awesome. Thank night. you. Thank you. Thank you.